Welcome to the conversation at airsafe.com. I'm your host, Dr. Todd Curtis. Today I'm featuring an interview I had on the Fox Business Network on the show Money with Melissa Francis on January 18, 2013. We discussed the grounding of the 787 fleet and the kind of things that will likely happen before the airplane returns to service. Turning now to our not-so-friendly skies, the Boeing Dreamliner becoming a nightmare as the FAA temporarily grounds all 787s operated by U.S. airlines. It is the first time since 1979 that the FAA has done this. And get this, the U.S. has plenty of company. The European Union and some foreign airlines have now done the same thing. And it is because of safety concerns tied to batteries Boeing uses in the plane. Kind of begs the question, can Boeing get back lost consumer confidence after this? Todd Curtis is a former Boeing safety engineer and creator of airsafe.com. Todd, thank you so much for joining us. I mean, let's start with the problem here. A lot of people are pointing to those lithium-ion batteries, and there's been problems with them bursting into flames in cars as well. Is that maybe a potentially flawed technology? It's a different kind of technology from the batteries they've used before. It has some challenges, one of them being if it does catch fire, it produces its own oxygen, so it's very difficult to put it out. But there are design changes that are put in place to vent smoke overboard. There are other changes that they made to make sure that this thing doesn't happen. Apparently, those changes weren't enough. You know, last week when we saw whatever it was, six instances on six planes in five days, or whatever the incredible stats were, a lot of people tried to slough that off as, oh, this is what happens when you roll out a new product. It seemed like too much. Now the FAA is stepping in and saying, hang on, let's ground these things. Are they overreacting? Are they doing the right thing? Do you think there's a real problem here? I think there are things that we just don't know about yet. For example, after the event in Boston last week, Immediately, the NTSB had a fairly serious investigation that involved the Japanese equivalent of the NTSB. That said to me that perhaps they had some inkling there was a problem with the battery system. And what happened in Japan later just sealed the deal as far as there being a much more serious approach to this. As a passenger, this makes me really nervous about a 787. Do you think they're going to be able to get the confidence back for flyers if they, if they straighten out all the problems? How would you go about doing that? I think the key here is teamwork. Typically, when you have a problem in a new aircraft model like this, or even an existing model, you have a team of the manufacturer, of the certifying organization, in this case FAA, the NTSB, and others, including the Japanese, who will work together on a solution. And if that solution is some, uh, one that's actually effective, and if they're very transparent with what they're doing and how they're doing it, I think public confidence will return. That sounds like a long process. How long do you think these planes are going to be on the ground? It's hard to say. Until they understand exactly what happened, until they understand what role, if any, the battery played, for all we know, it could be a much more subtle problem than this. Wow. Yeah. It may be days, it may be weeks. Uh, they had, there were a lot of delays when they were rolling out this aircraft, and that was a sort of uh, a source of lots of consternation for shareholders, for the industry. Do you think they rushed? based on those delays, and do you think that the delays had anything to do with what we're seeing now? I don't think this was rushed at all. Uh, aircraft development, especially one that has as many new technologies as this one, is one that has uh, uncertainties in it. And along the way, when there was uncertainties, when there were problems, they made sure that it was fixed before they moved on to certification. Yeah. So yes, the delay was a little bit longer than usual, but not one I, I'd worried about. You know, you're a safety engineer for Boeing. That how scared should we be? How big of a deal do you think this is? I mean, what's your assessment? When I said last week, I, this, is, I, this is really scary, people said, no, no, no. Now I, I feel like they led me astray then. What do you say now? Is this scary? Is this a big deal? Well, first, I, I was with Boeing. I was uh, there during the 777 development. I didn't 
uh, uh, stay with the company during the 787 development. But the process is similar. There are things that happen. Sometimes it may seem a little bit scary to the outsiders who uh, aren't in on the process, but there is a very, very deliberate process here that, that takes uh, years, not just during this phase, but as long as this, air, as this aircraft is in operation. So, would you get on one of these aircraft today? If they let you, I know they're not letting you, but if they let you, would you do it? If the FAA and the, uh, the authorities over in England and in Japan all say, hey, we have a solution, if Boeing uh, gets on board and has a solution, they implement that, I'd have no hesitation. You trust everyone involved, even though they all cleared it and said it was safe before, and it wasn't. Well, it may be safe now. What it is is there's a risk that's now recognized, whereas before, okay. two weeks ago, we didn't know what that risk was. Once they do something about that risk, our perception of how safe it is will increase. Okay. I'm going to call you in the future before I get on one of these and see if it's a good idea. I, I still may not get on, but I'm definitely I'm putting you on speed dial. Todd, thanks so much. For more on the 787 investigation, please visit airsafenews.com. Thanks for listening. See you next time.